1: Hey everybody, welcome back to the shift. Hope you've had a lovely week. Um, I'm actually recording this intro from the balcony. So if you hear any outside noise, that's just for the intro. It's not gonna be in during the episode. Um I'm in Hawaii at the moment and I'm gonna be flying back today to fly into Portland. So I'm gonna edit this episode on the way and then upload it while I'm in Portland and then from Portland be back in New York. So um but yeah. Absolutely great holiday and I was really lucky because one of the girls I was here with, Lindsay Thiessen, said that she would do the podcast so we recorded that um, on Tuesday and she's absolutely amazing. She's a comedian in New York City. She's one of my really great friends. We run a show together so I was really excited to have her on as a guest and she actually spoke about how last year she quit drinking. She spoke all about being an alcoholic, what pushed her to quit, um, how she... Realized that she was struggling with alcoholism she also talked about her relationship with her mother and recently cutting her out and why she had to and what it was like growing up with a mother who had mental health issues so yeah um there's no video for this podcast because we couldn't record it uh the wi-fi just wasn't good enough here in hawaii literally hawaii is like get off your phone go enjoy yourself <laughs> Um, the signal's terrible over here um but yeah so there'll be no video but if you want to listen to next week's episode that'll be up on the patreon early probably wednesday and there's other episodes up there with the other videos up there as well. And there'll be a solo episode as well, just an extra long episode all about Hawaii. So yeah, um enjoy this episode. And again, that's Patreon forward slash the shift podcast. Pay what you want. Um if you could rate review all of that. A motorcycle issue you went by as i recording that. So yeah, um it's Patreon forward slash shift podcast. If you can rate review all of that, that would be amazing. But other than that, enjoy this episode. And I'll talk to you next week. So we uh, are, the tree of us here in Hawaii. You might have seen Lindsay on my Instagram stories because we run a show together in New York City. And we both don't speak to our mothers.
0: That is true. Once, should I grab? No, I'm fine. I don't need water. Here's water right here. I was going to say. Dry now. But yeah, we don't. I mean, I was, I don't speak to her on and off. It's just since last Christmas that we are, again, back in the not speaking zone. But it does feel like it's like more permanent this time than past What made you
1: decide to stop speaking to your mother?
0: This time was... So, my older brother... Katie knows this. My older brother is, like, very, like, immunocompromised. He has, like, multiple sclerosis, diabetes, type 1. He's overweight, which is, like, another risk factor for COVID. He's having, like, a lot of trouble with his eyesight, too, which was, like, a complication from diabetes. And then my other brother has, like, four small children that were in preschool unmasked in South Carolina. And my mother thought it was a good idea to throw an indoor Thanksgiving with my older brother the one that's very sick around the little kids who are in school all day without masks on and I was just like this is insane which I mean it's on my brothers too for going along with it but it's more just like you know she's the mother she should really know better to like not be like mixing all those people together and then it what, what happened was so the kids my niece got exposed to COVID right before Thanksgiving, so she had to be in isolation. So that canceled the Thanksgiving, and then um, I was like, "Great, everyone learned their lesson, problem solved." And then my mom starts planning Christmas, and I'm like, "We just saw how easily she could have gotten Eric very sick, and then same thing. It's just she's plowing ahead with it." My brothers are like, "Well, we don't really want to do it. We're gonna like get out of it," which I'm just like, "Be men, you're adults." <laughs> And, but then my niece gets COVID and gets her entire family sick right before Christmas. So thank God they weren't around my older brother. Yeah. And then on top of this, I had just quit drinking and we have like tons of alcoholism in my family. And I told my mom that I was like, mom, I literally just quit drinking. And she quit drinking like a long time ago. And she's like our whole fucking life, She's been like, you didn't do enough for me when I quit drinking. You guys weren't supportive. Your father did this. You all were sabotaging me, which is like all not true. Yeah. And I was just like, mom, like, I just quit drinking. Like, could you not do this right now? And especially for me, it brought up a lot from like when I was younger. Um, She lost custody when they got divorced. So it was just like, like, she used to pick up my younger brother's carpool drunk and stuff like that. So it brought up a lot of that stress. Like right when I quit drinking, it was like four days after I stopped. She texted me and she's like, do you want to fly to South Carolina for Thanksgiving with my older brother who's so sick? I was like, are you insane?
1: And did she support, like, at all when you said, I'm quitting drinking? Was she no, like,
0: she's never once asked.
1: Okay. In,
0: like, I mean, now, well, I blocked her number, like, a month ago because she kept, like, trying to, like, text me, like, every few weeks and just act like nothing happened. Yeah. That's also the
1: more, that's the more f- head fucking part of it when someone, you're in an argument with someone and they're texting you like you're not. You're like, this is,
0: yeah. And I would be like, Hey mom, remember that big fight we're in? You remember what you did a few months ago? And she'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, why don't you scroll up? Because this is a giant text conversation. And she was like, well, I delete all my text messages. But then it's like, she's like so mentally ill. It's like arguing with someone who's like, doesn't live in reality. Mm -hmm. Cause she would just like say, but she'd be like, well, you were the one who came down from the worst place in the world without getting tested to see Eric. I've seen my older brother once in like fucking almost two years since this all started. It was like October of 2020 when New York was at like 0.1% COVID and I got Mm -hmm. tested like five times. And you
1: were fully vaccinated.
0: This no, this was before vaccinations. This This was when you would just like New York was luckily in like a good place and I got tested. Yeah. um, And not five times I got tested like. Three times before I came, and that's the only time I saw him. And she was like, "Drove down, right?" No, that was Christmas that I drove (laughs) down because we were going to see him at Christmas. Because again, he's just like so sick. We were all so freaked out about seeing him, and we were going to see him at Christmas. And then my sister in law was like, "Me and my dad were going to see him," and my sister in law. I think outside and my sister-in-law at the last minute the day before was like I really am nervous and we were like that's fine We don't want to get him sick because we were nervous too Yeah, so when she said that we were like no, it's fine. We don't have to see each other How does the rest of your
1: family feel about you not talking to her? Do they put pressure on you or no
0: because she's she's nuts my brothers are like whatever like no one my mom's Sisters don't speak to her either because she got really mentally ill at them after their parents died
1: and does she know she has mental illness? Does she ever address it? Or? She
0: doesn't address it. She kind of acts like it's everyone else's fault and not hers. You know, it's like, you know, it's your mom's the same way. Yeah, it's completely. like nothing's her fault. She's always the victim. It's not in reality. And then it's like, it's interesting since I've quit drinking because she's also turned around and done a lot of the stuff to me that she claims we all did to her. Yeah, She's like, you guys were all sabotaging me. No one was supportive. No one ever asked. And I'm like okay if you were such a raging alcoholic that you like lost custody of your kids and then your own daughter quits drinking like almost like, exactly like, a big party almost exactly 20 years later yeah and you don't even ask one time so i, I mean the, the thing that's also like i'm really upset about i'm like you don't even ask one time yeah and just like I was just but so. It's just
1: not about. It's not. It's all about her. It it's all be, about her. If you you bettering yourself and you quitting drinking, now it's like oh, she's like, oh, well, it's not about me anymore. So she has to. It all has to. She can't address that you're quitting drinking because then it'll be about you and you doing something amazing and you passing these like like You know this goal because you're nearly at a year. Yeah. But then that just takes the attention off her.
0: Well, and she's also no longer like so a big thing. She'd always try to get attention for was like, and my aunt said this. So she used to pull it on this big acts like for the rest of her family which i'm sure your mom did similar things yeah. where it's like she would lie to the rest of her family that i was so awful to her like my aunts and my grandparents she'd be like Lindsay so mean to me and my aunt calls it like poor susan she's like we bought into her like poor susan x my aunt called me like sobbing after my grandparents died she's like i had no idea she was like this and i was just like yeah this would have been helpful like 15 years ago
1: I know it's what's very frustrating about that is a your child and in my situation I was a child and they all believe that we're like some antichrist demon child
0: they believe this like adult over the child and it's like they don't (laughs) I'm like how are these women coming across as like mentally stable adults that's like Like you were in like elementary school. I was like probably in middle high school when she was saying this shit that it's like, okay, you're clearly a mentally unstable adult and you're telling your family that like a little girl or like a teenage (laughs) girl is like maliciously like attacking you and you're believing that it's like then I'm just like when my aunt said that I was like, I was like, okay, a lot of this is like on you. I'm like, (laughs) this is like 15 years too late that you realize she's full of shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, a part of it, I am always
1: like part of it is that they can't have believed it. It's just that's the easier it's like choose your battles. And sometimes people are like, it's easier to just go with this mentally instead of being on that. Like, because you don't want to argue, argue against them because then you're on their side. They're like, attack you. Yeah. So that's it's easier. What... Like, oh, yeah. Sorry about your problem. Sorry. Because like with me, no one really... I remember one time someone asked me like, why didn't you say what was going on? And I was like, well, nobody asked. They had to have known like people must have known. But I think it was just like, it's just easier not to listen to my mother and be like, not help Katie. Uh, then I'll be on her wrong side and have to listen to her screaming at them or going nuts at them or causing drama. Like these people can be dangerous in your life.
0: Yeah. And that's what I was bitching. So my mom's older sister has always been smarter about my mother. And I was talking to her about it last Christmas. And I was like, I don't understand why my brothers just, like, go along with her. Because they would do this when we were kids, too. She'd be, like, drunk. And she'd be like, I'm going to go get Chinese. And my brothers would be like, all right, let's get in the car. And I'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? Because my one brother was, like, a teenager. I was like, you're fucking stupid. I was like, get out of the fucking car. Yeah. Um. And she was just like, your mom's nuts. And she steamrolls them. And I'm just like, they're grown men. You know, it's still just like it's that's it's so much cowardice on like people's parts
1: it's so many situations where people are like it's just easier to go with it than to even stand up what about your dad because your dad and her aren't together
0: no he um i mean well he did fucking divorce her and like he was like you're not getting custody although is amazing in the end like the reason she even got 50 50 custody was because like the custody battle went on for like a fucking while we only lived with my dad for like Almost two years, but my mom was like, "I'm gonna make them go in front of a judge and say who they want to live with," yeah. and my dad's like, "I'm not gonna make them do that."
1: Yeah, it's horrible. And your dad, in fairness to him, because that's what happened to me with the therapist, and it is very traumatic because that shouldn't ch- that choice should never be put on. No,
0: no it's one like under you eighteen. Were five. Katie told us this like horrible story the other night about how her mom like fucking. I'm like, what are they like? What is a five year old gonna do in yeah. front of a therapist? You know. Yeah, so I think that was really wise of your dad.
1: And fifty fifty, he's still like take you're still with him half the time, exactly. And you're still getting to have a relationship with your mother as well, yeah. And you're getting a space where if you're with him fifty percent of the time, you're able to see like normality. Like that was why I was very lucky going down to my dad's every second yeah. weekend because I could see like normal relationships, how a normal family acts, not like someone ha- throwing an absolute fit because you said you like lettuce. Like I remember one time being like, oh, um, I was like talking about my stepmom and I was like, oh, she, uh, she always makes salads. They're really nice because i have been down there for a weekend. And I don't know what my mother heard, but she, like, flipped out being like, oh, you think I'm a terrible mother? And this went on for, like, hours. And it's like, I just said I like salads. And I remember my grandmother at the time just being like, oh, she's just, don't mind her. She's just, she's just crazy, Casey." <laughs> but it was just like you were always walking on eggshells. So it's nice to have another, like, in that yeah. way, I feel like we're lucky that we did have another parent
0: to kind of. To be more, like, normal, even if, the like, they weren't, of. you know, perfect, but. I know, I do think that having such an insane mother does like set the bar so low. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like my, I think of some of my dad, and I'm like, that wasn't great. And I'm like, who cares? He yeah, cares the bar's so low. He's like, great. He called me this month. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he never yelled at me for like absolutely no reason. Or he never picked anyone up completely hammered.
1: Um, your dad has he has he been supportive over you, Quentin Booze? He,
0: yeah, he has. He's um not asked a lot about it because i think he kind of like feels sh- shitty that uh i don't think he's like thrilled that one of us has had to quit drinking yeah even though my younger brother i mean i don't know he had kids he was a pretty big heart, big boozer in college but then like he had kids right after so that kind of pulled him out of it yeah um yeah he has been like he got me my dog <laughs> yeah that's
1: right he, he was like okay well you're gonna need a pet now that was like <laughs> to, uh, to bring you home at night
0: that was his uh sorry i didn't notice you were bottoming out during a pandemic present yeah so he's yeah he's been supportive because like i've had like things i've encountered that i've had to like just be like i can't deal with this right now i'm quitting drinking and he's been like it's fine yeah so like in that way he's supportive um what was the thing that made you push to quit drinking it was just honestly so i had wanted to quit for a while and I was kind of like, so I went on antidepressants in like spring 2019, like May. And then after that I quit smoking and I was kind of like, I'd cut way back on drinking in 2019 summer. That's why I like fucking, I dropped like 10 pounds and everyone's like, are you anorexic? And I was like, no, I, I literally cut back on drinking, <laughs> which I was like, Ooh, this is a red flag Lindsay. you shouldn't lose as much weight just from cutting back. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of like heading towards quitting cause I could only really handle quitting one thing a year. So I was like 2020, No, 2019, I was like, quit smoking cigarettes. I
1: forgot you used to smoke. I
0: know. I was a big smoker. I'd always say, well, I only smoked like one or two a day. But then sometimes I'll say that to people and they'll be like, I saw you rip cigarettes. (laughs) And I'm like, fair. And then I was kind of like, well, I'll quit drinking next. And I was, like I said, like, so 2019, like May on, I cut way back. Like, I think I was drunk like once or twice that year. And then, but then the pandemic hit in yeah. March. And then I was just like, obviously drinking my coping skill. So I, I was just drunk like every single day for like eight months and I just could not do it anymore. And then I was also like, I do this, which is bad. I'll like drink and take Ambien, which is bad. You shouldn't do that. But I did that. Like, and I was, I was doing that again in like November. And I was just, I was literally like, I was like, I knew winter was coming with like the pandemic And I was like, you're literally going to accidentally fucking kill yourself. I was like, cause I was like, you're going to get so depressed and you're going to get cocky about how much you can take of this and how much you can drink. And it was just like, I was like, you have to stop. I was like, you might like literally die this winter.
1: Was there a specific day where you just woke up and you're like, I need to
0: No. Well, what happened was also the other thing was, it was my birthday. I turned 35 and I was like, you're too old to do this shit. But the problem is my birthday was like the day of the election. So I kind of had in my mind... And that's kind of was even in 2019. I was like, I want to... Was qu- that
1: when me and Brendan visited you? Ye- we were watching, I think... Oh, no. No. Wait, okay, never mind.
0: So even in 2019, I was like, I want to quit by the time I'm 35. Because I feel like that's like too old to be doing this shit. Yeah. But then the pandemic happened. So I obviously didn't. Um, and so... Because I quit like 10 days after I turned 35. Because so my birthday was like right around the election. So it was impossible to quit that week. But the last Saturday I drank was the Saturday that Biden won okay. that night. We were all at the penthouse. Oh yeah. I was and there. then the last night I drank was the Friday after when we were drinking with Brendan mm-hmm. and it was just, honestly it wasn't anything big happened because people have asked me that like people I drink with a lot. They'd be like, what happened? Tell me yeah. the truth. What did you do? <laughs> and I'm like, honestly, but you woke dis- up with your cat in the fridge. <laughs> I know I'm honestly <laughs> disappointed because I always wanted to like crash a boat into a TGI Fridays and yeah. have that be the end of it. <laughs> You know, yeah, there
1: wasn't really a rock bottom, but I guess it's like, it more was
0: kind of like eight months of that. I just yeah. woke up just like very hungover.
1: You know what you did? You like exhausted yourself of it. I did the same way because I smoked cigarettes for 10 years and I took like a two year break. But the last time I quit, I was smoking so much. I got sick of it.
0: That's how you quit anything. <laughs> and that's what I've been letting myself do with Adderall because that's what I need to quit next. <laughs>
1: You're overdoing
0: it. Yes. Because if you let yourself like you just get so sick of it. Yeah, You're just yeah, like, yeah. I want to just stop. Yeah. But I was just so hungover and I remember I was like, so like my depression was getting really, which is like, you just pandemic and then winter and then and plus anxiety yeah. and plus too after I turned 35, just being like, you're 35 and doing this shit. Yeah. Cause I could also kind of, my mom was 32 when I was born. So I was like, Oh, I was like, I can remember her being drunk and being my age. Yeah. And I was like, ugh.
1: and like, yeah, like it's totally fine to go out, have one of those nights, but. I I, even if I have I try to stay like three or four drinks if I have like five or six or seven or whatever the next morning I feel so depressed so I can't
0: imagine waking up
1: every morning feeling like that that's
0: it was brutal and then like I'm trying to think what else really kind of happened it was just it was just one of those things that was just kind of like a perfect storm and I just woke up and I was just like kind of that whole day I was like I don't think I can keep doing this yeah and then I just like then you got your dog no I got her like I got her a little bit under 100 days of not drinking. Wow. Because I think it was around when I was at two months not drinking. I That's when I started looking for her.
1: And did you, you never
0: did A&A? No, I need to. My therapist really wants me to. And honestly, I think I should.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I think it would be just A, look, if it's not for you and you go, but it'd be a great experience just for any coping mechanisms you might need.
0: Exactly. And just to meet, like, I need to, like... Yeah, just more people who like don't drink because sometimes it feels like I'm still just like in the same circles. Yeah, that's why
1: this trip has been great because so we are on a trip now and there's four of us, and Sabine will be on the podcast later. She doesn't drink, dear yeah. and me barely drink. We literally yeah. have like in the so far we've been here three days. Me and her have only had one drink each,
0: yes, and that's what killed me. I remember the first night when we were out, you guys both got a drink and you drank like three sips of yours, and you're like, <laughs> This is so strong. And I was like thinking to myself, and I was like, Yo, if I was drinking. I would have definitely had like two or three drinks by that point. Yeah, no, that's why, that's what's thing with me
1: as well is I'm such a slow drinker and if it's strong I sip on it and then if I am with people who drink they're hammered by the time I'm finished one drink like when I I go out sometimes with my Irish friends they're like you're
0: still on your first
1: drink (laughs) and they're like four drinks deep
0: (laughs) I drink so fast like you saw even this morning we went to go get coffee and like everyone (laughs) else got one coffee and I got two matches because I'm like fucking insane Lindsay double fists I double or yeah (laughs) green teas I'm literally double fisting green tea and like by the time I paid first and by the time they were even out with their one coffee I had drank both of them
1: yeah you had I had to learn to sip on coffee though cause yeah. I the first time I started getting iced coffee it was so like yum that I was like down it and then I'd have like a hair sack. So now I I purposely zip on that. So well. maybe that's why I do a booze because I used to blackout
0: with booze. The oh yeah, you said that to me. You said yeah. you used to be a big blackout drinker. I drank until
1: twenty. I moved over here when I was twenty four, so probably till twenty five. And when I would drink, I would drink like shots, shots, hammered, apps And that was kind of at home. I wasn't drinking every night, but we would get fucking blaster. Yeah, like the first time I gave uh, a boyfriend a hand job, I don't remember. And a month later, I was like, I gave him a hand job, and I was like, mm, This is the first time we've done that. And he was like, No, we did that a month ago, and I did not. <coughs> (coughs) I remember and it's not like he I'm like as well when I'm blackout I seem totally normal but my I think I said this podcast listeners but my thing was I got I was like getting hammered and then like I had I slept with a friend here and then he made a joke like how I because I remember asking I remember saying we have to use a condom and the next morning he was like yeah yeah, you said that but like I just took it off and that was like the thing and I just was like "Do you know what I can't because I didn't remember that I don't remember what the conversation was I don't remember having sex but I do yeah. remember getting into the bed and being like okay you have to use a condom and then that's it and when I woke up the next morning I couldn't even remember who it was oh, and God. he wasn't in bed beside me he, like literally I saw his shoe on the f- well, first I woke up naked and there was no one there, and I was like, "Oh, thank God!" And then I looked over the bed and Who I saw a us? man's a man's fucking shoe.
0: <laughs> was it your apartment? At least it was my apartment. I was playing fucking sex Cluedo. I oh don't God, walk. I've done that. Ugh. and then he, he, and then he. I was feel like, like it's worse yeah when it's your own apartment
1: and I also still don't know if he was like joking about that but I also think he's probably not because he was like yeah he was just like yeah you said to but I just like took it off because like whatever and then <gasps> uh, like two years ago then uh, or two years after that it came out like all in the news like oh, these guys are doing this and it's assault and I was like oh but at the time I was just like I was like put the blame on me and I was like I just need to stop drinking as much I need to be more careful and ever since then So I there was like a couple of times then with New York at New York Comedy Club where I I stayed and drank and like Reg had to put me in a car and he was like Katie you that was crazy you're so drunk you got run over break i just walked in front of the street so then oh, that really? was like a reminder i was like have okay, done I that remember. before there <laughs> no, thank god for. once <laughs> i got
0: so i was so drunk and then i got really high with joe and reg and they're like can you get home okay and i was like i'm great i'm great i can get home and they literally were like lindsay no we were walking you to the uber <laughs> and i was so high <laughs> i thought it took me 10 minutes to get in the uber <laughs> and then i was told i was like this taking
1: so long." it's thank like when you think about the things you're like thank god so because reg said i was out in the middle of the street just waving at him when i was 18 i got so fucking hammered in the city in dublin city and my friends had to they found me asleep in the bathroom underneath Mm. i got underneath the sink like because i obviously thought that was like comfortable then i used to do stuff like that (laughs) because you just want to go into a little cubby you're like rolling up um they had to they brought me out and then they were putting me on the bus home but they started to have a fight and I was like leaning against the bus stop and then w- the mid fight they looked over and I was on the bus waving at them out, and I the bus had gone, they had to chase after the bus.
0: <laughs> I've done that. I'm trying to think of places that I've been like when I was in like high school and college, that was my move. I once, I crawled underneath the car at a tailgate and I was like, leave me here, I'm gonna sleep. <laughs> behind We're a, like palm animals. We're like behind a palm tree, behind a palm tree. When I was in Africa, I just like I had to be carried out of a club and I just like my friends were like, you were such a dead weight. We just kind of dropped you and you rolled into this ditch. I don't know if it was a ditch ditch. Yeah. I wasn't that dirty. I think they were being dramatic. Yeah. And um, I was like, I'm fine. Just leave me here. And they're like, Lindsay, this is you're literally in a ditch in Africa. We can't leave you here. Isn't it wild? Like if you were sober and you fell into a ditch, you'd probably die. But there's something about when oh, you're yeah. drunk, your
1: bones just like melt away. Your
0: bones are just like goo, I know. <laughs> That's another time when I was like during the pandemic when I was like, yo, Lindsay, you drink way too much. You need to quit. Katie posted this Instagram story after she'd been drinking, like she was out with like a guy who guys were drinking. Um and you were like, mystery bruises. I don't know where these came from. And yeah. I was like, immediately, I was like, you fell up a flight of stairs. And you're like, oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. And I was oh like, my oh, God. this is bad. You can just identify drunk bruises on site. That was bad because that I had a blackout. Yeah. Like, the, like, it was like,
1: I always have like at least once a year repeat blackout and that i i don't remember and he said i put like his hand on my vagina i'm like jeez that's so embarrassing and then with leland i blacked out so i have to do at least once a year oh I was that it. the fourth of july i was, I was there that was so
0: 5. funny oh my god i kept
1: trying to give you a drink and forgetting that you were
0: <gasps> no you act. you don't think you didn't keep trying to give oh me a god. drink i don't remember you kept um what did you keep doing you were being funny you were just like what were you doing? You were just hammered, honestly. Oh, what was so funny, and that was one of those moments where I was like, oh, wow, you definitely made the right choice in quitting drinking. You kept like swaying and like falling and like grabbing poles and like having Leland <laughs> catch you and be like, I'm old Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so Every sorry. time you fell, you'd be like, I'm. That's another thing. Katie's the nicest person alive and that was another time when I was like fuck you're just drinking too much because you just like tagged me in this TikTok about this girl this blonde girl like slurring her words and falling off a stool and you're like lol at Lindsay Tyson. I was like fuck there's no malice in this. I was like this is just completely just like I'm like you gotta get it together. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I can't believe it. Leland said that I just
1: kept going I'm fainting catch me and then he would have to catch me. He said that I gave you a drink. Okay so I'm glad I only did it once, but he said that I bought us all drinks. Gave you one, and you were like, "I don't drink." And then I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, more for me." And yeah, then- <laughs> and then you were drinking both of them. And then Leland tried to t- be like, "Maybe I should have the second one." And I was like, "No, no, you have one."
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was
0: so sick the next. I puked yeah, night. I puked all day. It was you horrible. got you got very drunk. I was like, I don't even know how that happened.
1: You know what that was? I think that was. I always there's always triggers, and it's like that was after the audition for that oh, place oh yeah that, won't that was stressful oh my god and I think that was the trigger I think I went out I could remember being like Lila I just need to let my hair down like as if I well I didn't I didn't even know what that saying it means but yeah I just was like I need to go nuts and um, that was a lot of fun but you're
0: right yeah that's the thing as well like <sighs> if your mind's in like a panic's place and that's where I'm like kind of I'm like in the back of my mind I'm like maybe you can drink one day if you'd go to enough therapy and like fix your brain Like maybe, who knows?
1: Like yeah, maybe. And if you don't, it's also fine. Like here's the thing: you can smoke weed and be fine. I can't smoke weed, so it's like I can't smoke weed
0: though. Honestly, I'll do it every once in a while, which I'm like, thank God I can do something occasionally. But like, I get anxious.
1: Yeah, it may. I mean, I only did it twice like once in Ireland after drinking so much I had one little drag and it made me feel sick and then the next time was in Amsterdam and it made me like really paranoid and freaked out and oh but again I, I, I was a different age it might be different now but I'm just kind of like I'm happy I've figured out what I could do booze wise which is like superly slow because the thing is it hits me so hard the booze. yeah so when I'm drinking fast I'm like having a great time D-
0: dead, gone. So now, if I drink slow, I, I know blackout so easy too. Now <gasps> all, just last all last summer, all last s- summer, so funny. Summer twenty twenty, which I mean, thankfully, like I never like say anything bad when I'm. I mean, not who knows, maybe <laughs> I do. People don't tell me.
1: <laughs> no, you never say anything. You literally go on your phone when I'm you're blackout. You're just tweeting. <laughs> I know that's
0: what was so hard. I got like all those followers doing that in a blackout, just posting my tweets to Instagram. <laughs> I like literally blacked out on like March 13th. And then I stopped. This is when I came out of the blackout. I donated blood. I mean, I obviously I remember parts of March. It's not like that total of a blackout, but Mm -hmm. I was basically drinking nonstop. And then I donated blood. And um, after I donated, I was drunk. I was hammered the night before I donated blood. I was completely blacked out. Foley posted remember that video fully posted during the pandemic where he's like blue. It was like some, I don't know what the video was. It was just like a joke video, but he's blue in it. And I was like looking at my phone and I'd taken an ambient I was drinking wine and I was like, Amy was at my apartment and I was like, yo, Foley's blue <laughs> And I was just like, Whatever. <laughs> and I remembered that when I was donating blood and I was like, You saw a video of Foley blue and just thought he was blue. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> and I was like, You just you accepted were just that.
0: He's like, turned blue now. <laughs> He's blue, that's that. And I was like I was like, and then I was like, You're literally kind of still drunk donating yeah. blood. <laughs>
1: i i think though so like i think it's like it's good for as a friend who's known you for years uh you've kind of quitting drinking was a catalyst as well for other stuff in your So you've like cut out a lot of relationships that aren't yeah. healthy like
0: your mother for example well it's kind of forced me because like my mom like we we've had we obviously we've never had like an easy relationship but me and my brother's like honestly not to like pat ourselves on the back but i'm like we're fucking saints for like dealing with her the way we do and like we mm-hmm. show her an enormous amount of grace when she's like not earned it. Yeah. But like when I quit drinking, I was kind of like, you have to stop talking to her for a while altogether. Cause she's just an enormous trigger that's going to drive you to do it again. Yeah. And as you're never going to actually quit drinking, if you just like maintain connections with her without her. Cause I said to her, I was like, if you apologize for what you did and she's never apologized for anything, mm-hmm. nothing that happened when we were kids, nothing, nothing, then I can talk to you. But I knew she wouldn't. So it's kind of just gave me an out to not talk to her anymore.
1: Yeah. And well, the thing is as well, with it, especially with it being a trigger because anything where you're saying to someone, Hey, you said this and the fact that you have to refer, you always have to have written evidence. Like, and they're like, no, that didn't happen. It m- would drive you to a drink because well, you're just like, Oh, this is wrecking my head.
0: Just like I sent that to like my dad. I was like, dad, this is not reality. I said, yeah. I did not come visit Eric when New York was like, march 2020 without getting tested i said i came when new york was doing good and i got tested like three times i'm like this is not even yeah but she knows that she could
1: literally say you came and you had a gun and you'd be like no i didn't she'd be like i saw the gun and you're like it's literally like it makes you feel crazy because then you're like did I have a gun? I know. <laughs> and so, it's like, that's what a gaslight. You're so, like, did I? I? I mean, I hate when people do that in general. People do that to me about like, just like things from Ireland. And I'm like, Americans will so confidently say something about Ireland that I'm like, calling my dad being like, wait, do we do that in Ireland? And he's like, no, but it's the same when it's like that. Like yeah. I, our boyfriends do that where they're like, you did, you were like, f- you know, you were off with this guy or whatever.
0: And you're like, oh. did I? I know yeah. I was dating this guy and that's when I learned what gaslighting was. And I was like, oh, that's gaslighting." My therapist was like, look up gaslighting. And I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. I was like, this happens a lot to me.
1: And especially when someone's so confident in it. And if you're kind of like a type of person where you're like, wait, what? It, when someone says something so confidently to you, when if they're like, your hair is blue, you'll start to question whether you, what, if you know what the color blue is, you'll be like, shit, is my hair blue?
0: I know. <laughs> is this what the color blue? Because they're so confident in it. And that's another reason why I knew I had to stop talking to her again. Because like when I was in like high school and college, I had like really low self-esteem and like really bad anxiety and I had to stop talking to my mother my senior year of college for a number of years we didn't speak for like at all for three or four years and it, I got so much better mentally and yeah. then I kind of like we kind of j- we just have like a strained relationship now because it's yeah. just like yeah, I feel bad but it's just like and that's why I was like you have to do that again
1: you have to treat it like your relationship to booze because the longer way you wear from it the better you're going to get the healthier you get if you have a fallback and do it's totally up to yourself i know i can never have a i could never sit down and talk to my mother again because it would be like it would be literally like if i were an alcoholic and then boozing again that day because it would just set it it would set all the work i've done to get my brain to this place and it's taken years to get like to like those night those reoccurring nightmares i told you about the other night like yeah that's the pandemic is the, like literally the past year i think it was like the end of, the, of that lockdown that i stopped having them and it's just because in the lockdown i had time to think about and i was doing those solo podcasts on oh, the patreon yeah. they've been like therapy and like really talking about all like my issues and shit those per people it feel it sounds self-indulgent when you say it but it's also like really helpful just to talk for an hour about like what's your head work through things and i really like those nightmares stop. so it has to be like correlated whereas if i and people like have been like, "Would you ever talk to her again?" It's like, no. Well, firstly, because she's not even, she's never even tried, and she never, like you said, she's never going to apologize. They're never gonna. It's always going to be like, "But you did this. But your father did this. Whatever." Yes, and it's you're funny. You know, I supportive
0: when I tried to quit drinking. I was like, "Bitch, like, yeah. what did you do when I quit drinking?" It's never gonna be.
1: They're never gonna be able to admit any wrongdoing, and it would just, it would, it would. Even thinking about it, it makes my brain get a headache. And like, even when I go back to Ireland, I feel, I, I feel, feel stressed when thing, I go to South, South Carolina. Yeah.
0: It's just like anxiety and then she starts to try to like which my brothers my my brothers like I said my brothers no one that's how I know she's like Truly insane because my brothers don't say shit to me about not talking to her. Yeah. Like when I went home, my brothers like, "Mom's gonna be at the house watching the kids," and I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna come until she's gone," and he's like, "That's fine." And I wonder they say that like daughters get it, especially since you're the only daughter, they get a little harder
1: because they see themselves in you a little bit and.
0: Well, also they get like um, and my mom was like jealous. Yes, Yes, because my mom like got like hostile towards me as I got older, and there's like a lot of hostility about like. You know, it's, like, body stuff. It's always, like, comments Mm -hmm. about my weight and, like, et cetera, et cetera. Well, also, it's, like, you, too. Like, I
1: remember when I had a boyfriend who was older than me. I was 17, and I was working at the time and everything. But when I brought him in, and he was 23, she, like, purposely pulled it, like, two uh 2 2 euro and i like, put it in my hand and was like here's your allowance and she kind of like like made a joke with him like oh my god like make sure she's home early and then she has that allowance if you guys want to get sweets and really tried to undermine me as like a woman and make me yeah. feel and then was like touching him but a lot of that again was is all in her head it's like i she, i guess she obviously felt threatened or whatever i don't know i, I guess they get I a little know. jealous of you and then they like are like well I could have done this if you're doing anything with your life it's like so
0: weird it's so weird I don't I don't understand the way their brains work I'm just like what is this this is but like my mom's probably borderline and I talked to someone else who's borderline and I was like showing the text yeah. and they were like this is this is insane this is like yeah next level
1: yeah borderline I think as well as mine, mom's as well but I uh, I read up about borderline recently because I was because I've always wondered what it is that she has if it's bipolar or borderline or whatever. It Sounds like
0: a little bit of your mom yeah. like schizophrenia too. Because my mom would never think that like murderers were in the house or like yeah. anyone was trying to get us. Yeah, it was just like wild mood swings and like yeah, she'd like, pull down the
1: blind and be like like the neighbors are watching all yeah, the blinds. I think that's a, a little down. bit of
0: schizophrenia.
1: I know. I it's my I don't know what it is, but I like researched because I researched a lot of them when I in my early twenties because I was just like kind of wanted to know if anything would come out myself oh but yeah because you're old by now yeah, i know like, God, it's so, so awful paranoid. isn't it i know but the the borderline thing they said that it's always present kind of well they said that the wires are crossed and they just don't understand it enough right now but it's like giving people medicine and trying to work through it yeah they don't have treated it. yeah all like they don't therapy. have they don't have a proper cure because it's literally your your wires are crossed in your brain
0: yeah right? it's just it like a it's a personality disorder it's not yeah. like a chemical imbalance
1: well because my friend is bipolar and when she takes her medicine and she's very open about that she takes her medicine all the time and the, like she never she, because of her experience when before she had her medicine she never goes off it she's like i want this life this life i want and she's amazing but i don't know about borderline if
0: it's I, tricky i mean it's, she also has a no interest in treating it at all yeah so my mother like, is never she's never gonna be my mom's not like oh i think i have a problem I yeah. should go talk to a therapist about it it's like well my
1: other friend um their mother has something too but the therapist couldn't told them they couldn't diagnose it because they enforced her to go to therapy but every time she goes to therapy she's so charming and fine and normal and able to be like oh no 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 i don't have any issues with my my children but then she does like stuff that our parents like our moms did to us oh for sure yeah they lie to therapists the therapist said it's really hard to diagnose because they lie all of a sudden they're like a completely functioning parent and then they go home and they're fucking doing mental stuff to the kid so it's really hard to
0: my dad said that like she was like around when they were which i mean honestly my dad also never wanted to go to therapy which is like not great on his part but my mom was like going to therapists and going to therapists and she kept like firing them and i said you know why and he said, I gathered that she didn't like what I had to say to her. Yeah. So it's like, that's another thing. You can go to a therapist if you don't like what they say, get rid of them, get yeah. a new one. Eventually you're going to find someone who's going to tell you what you want to hear. I know. And that's hard because
1: like, they're never going to tell you what you want to hear. They're going to be like, okay, you need to work on this. This is an element like, and then it's not in a bad way, but it's like, you want to go and learn how to f- f- get better, fix your mental health. They're not trying to attack you. They're trying to give you life
0: also therapists, it's hard because they can't necessarily, at least in the United States, because like the last time she went to rehab, me and my brothers were adults. So we were the contact persons for her like treatment. Um, and they can't, sh- even if you're that person, they can't share a lot with you. So she could have gotten, been like diagnosed as like borderline or histrionic or bipolar or any of those. And uh, she we would just never know because she wouldn't have to tell us.
1: Yeah it's tough they should be able to tell the family in one way because then you could help but then also i know that maybe if you have it and you don't want the family to know because what if you had a abusive husband they'll use it against you it's really exactly hard. it's
0: tricky the way things are and that's another thing that i think is so tricky in this country and i'm sure it's like this in other countries where it's like it's very hard to have someone committed if they're like especially my mom would always be like i'm gonna kill myself and we'd be like what do we do <sighs> can't tell you how many times we've had like a family meeting where we're like oh this bitch is trying to kill herself what do we do and it's like, you can't easily commit someone. No. It's like my brother once, she was like, she went to the hospital and my brother's like, they just, she said, I don't want to stay. And they just let her go. Yeah. Which is hard because again, you don't want to make it too easy to commit people because then that's it's just like, all these women. Yeah. yeah. And that's what they used to do. But then it's like, I, do, I have no idea how you find the middle ground in that. I remember,
1: this is so weird when you said that in brought back your memory. I don't think I've said it on the podcast before. I probably said it on the Patreon, but of being younger I don't know what age I was but I'd upset my mother God knows what I said that I'd upset her that knows
0: what you ever say to but them. she
1: was crying at the kitchen table and she said how would you feel if I slipped my wrists here and all the blood drained out of me and I I, I forgot a, like I didn't I don't think about it every day but when someone says like kill themselves it's like a flashback. I always get that flashback of that and that is Wild.
0: Imagine saying that to a she, child. My mom would do that too. She would be like the last once time she relapsed. So we were all adults. We show up at Christmas. She's like fucking hammered, and she's like, "Oh, I was gonna kill myself last night because you guys went to grandma's." And I'm like, "Great." So you're literally saying it's our fault that you were gonna kill yourself. Yeah. And you can't. That's like what you can't. I, I know. And my mom too is so annoying. She's just always like, "I'm gonna." Ki-. I'm like. It's always and then like if you get in a fight with her she used to do this and it's so manipulative because she tried to kill herself like a few times whatever she almost died a few times when I was in middle school and then it's always like I'm gonna fucking kill myself and so you get in a big fight with her and then she'll turn her phone off so you you think so you think that yeah. So you think that she's off likes and I used to like freak out because I'd be like, this is all going to be my fault if she like kills herself. And then like whenever someone like famous kills themselves, she'll always text me. She's like, oh, Robin Williams killed himself. I'm like, why are you sending me this? (sighs) Yeah, it's really hard. But I remember that Christmas. I think it was my older brother who got so mad at her and he was just like, go fucking do it then.
1: (laughs) Yeah uh but i had a ex-boyfriend who tried to kill himself and i remember one time being like he just would do it all the time we do it all the time and this happens a lot where you know boyfriends or girlfriends do that
0: i know i remember that christmas my mom was being such a bitch so we were like all day she's like i'm gonna kill myself i'm gonna kill myself. We were like no you're not like whatever but we like hit all our pills just in case yeah and then it's she's so like oh you're gonna hide my belt and being joking and <sighs> i'm like this isn't funny i'm like no. you realize this is my nephew's my oldest nephew, Owen's first Christmas. I'm like, you just ruined your first grandchild's first Christmas for everyone. And you're making these jokes. Yeah. It's horrible. It is horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible for, because
1: there, there is real people who do that and they're struggling. And it's, but then at and the then then same time, but I have
0: such a hard time with it because I'm like, you know what? Like, my dad had a drinking problem i was like i probably have a drinking problem and i was like we never did this to everyone yeah i'm like this is like this is just who you are as a person oh 100 it's nothing to do with the drinking because my mom wasn't drinking when she said that or even i know people who are like bipolar mentally i'm like they don't treat people like this
1: one of my closest friends from comedy she's bipolar she's very open about it
0: she's never treated anyone like that no
1: and even if she has an argument with her boyfriend she sits down with her friends it's like a general chat talking about what she did it's not like it's not an excuse to be a terrible person it's not an excuse to emotionally terrorize people that's the other thing I know I said this to you like I was doing a bit about it on our show and I just I really need to work work it out before I put it in my set but I do find that yes let's be pro mental health let's get everybody the help they need but you need to also get the people who were who were with those people help too like the children who had to deal with someone who had undiagnosed mental health you can't be like oh, and if someone, like, if you decide to cut off your mother and then they it comes out that she has bipolar and then she's like, you need to stay in contact with me because I have bipolar and you should support me. No. No. You don't have to. If you can't deal with that, that's okay. It's not, it's not just because you yeah. have a mental health issue, it's not an the excuse two, to have like been you bad don't to apologize people. apologize or make any type of amends.
0: Yeah, if like her, her alcoholics just like, have to apologize. They ha- left it in the 12 steps. Well, she never did that when she was doing the 12 steps. <laughs> she called my aunt. This is when I was probably in, like, the 7th grade and she's like, I just like don't know who to apologize to because like when I got drunk, I just like you know slept in the closet, and my aunt's like, well, I think that was probably hard for your three small children <laughs> when you really were hard. Oh, yeah, so passed out for a year and a half.
1: Well, she's sleeping. You guys were probably trying to cook your own food, trying yeah. to like fucking uh, mind yourself, like, uh, like um, if you have a kid, your job is to plus a child.
0: two. She would be passed out, and then like you know if she like passed out. She split her head open once, and like I was when we Sh- found her. So it was like that's actually when they got divorced. So she fell. She got really drunk. And she, like, just slipped and, like, split her head open. And I was the one who found so much blood. And my dad was, like, I realized, like, one of you kids could find her dead. Which I'm, like, yeah, you should have realized that a while ago. But, like, whatever. It's, like, you know what? Yeah. And he, that's when, like, she they, she was, like, they, pretty soon after it was, like, done. How old were you when you found her? 13 yeah that's really fucking tough but it, like my dad after that was like that's it this yeah. is ending because it had dragged on all year her getting worse and worse and after that happened my dad's like this is absolutely and your over.
1: dad lived in the same area so you still went to the same school there wasn't much yeah of op- she yeah. moved
0: out and then when she moved out it was a big drama she like drove a car into a lake Jesus Christ! i know God. it was just like and i remember being so pissed off because i was 13 and like my younger brother was like 10 and he was like really like yeah. affected by it a of lot course. more than i was and i was just like my mom was like packing and like sobbing and I was like hey I was like you could just like do this like a little quieter for like Zachary he's yeah. like in like fourth grade and she was like couldn't do it
1: yeah well because they live off sympathy
0: they live off and that's because her mom was there and so <sighs> she was putting on this big act for yeah. my grandmother
1: and like they don't realize okay so they live off sympathy and all this stuff and they're trying to get the bad Bad attention because they get that quicker. But if she was like, you know what, you're right, I need to get myself sorted, and she packed up and she was like, don't worry, kids, you're gonna live with your dad, your dad's amazing, I'm gonna get the help I need. You she would get all this great attention from and you guys. You would find so it, sad. You would build her up. You would you would be there for it. and even if she did have like a time where she felt really truly depressed, not in an abusive way, but she was like, I need to go to a therapist, I need to work on this, you guys would be there and be supportive.
0: And I said that to someone, I had a friend get very mentally ill, like, during the pandemic and was not acting correctly about it. And I was this one, I was drinking heavily. And like, I've had other problems over the years. And I said to her, I was like, with my mom and all this, I've learned this is what I learned from my mother is like, no one plans on being mentally ill. No one plans on like developing a drinking problem. Yeah. No one plans on this or that. I'm like, no one cares that like you're an alcoholic or you're bipolar or this or that or the other. I said, what matters is like how you act when you get there. Yeah. And I was like, my mom, cause like my dad doesn't drink either. Cause he also had a drinking problem, but he just quit. That's it. He does. He doesn't complain about it. He misses it, obviously. I've seen his face when people are drinking. But he's just like, whatever. He says he doesn't miss it. But there's no drama. There's no nothing. And that's when I quit drinking. I was like, that's why I waited to quit, too. Because like, when you quit, I was like, you have to be done. None of this back and forth. None of this, like, wallowing in self-pity. Even yeah. though I did get a press last summer that I wasn't drinking. But...
1: Yeah. But now it's like it's at the time it seems like it's going to happen like be forever. But now you're nearly a year.
0: Yeah. You have your skin easier. routine. You're in gets Hawaii. Easier.
1: You're like you're doing great in comedy. You were always doing great anyway. But like
0: I mean. But that's I'm, what's so sad is like I think about my mother and I'm like you literally could have had like an amazing past 20 years of your life even with everything you did leading up to like losing custody of your kids you could have had an amazing next 21 years of your life like you could have gotten it together we would have all forgiven you
1: but they don't that's the thing it's that's not what they they get they get off on it's like that you know um we were saying about our friend being an an energy vampire yeah they're a sympathy vampire yes. that's how they they like love to to suck off the sympathy and be the victim that's how they know how to be whereas if they were just like if she was like a yeah i don't know if she was like admitted to all of her faults and like you know when i'm right instead of using against you you would have much more tolerance for her you would be like okay
0: it's just like i it reached a point like around when i quit drinking where i'm like i realized i'm like i used to be like oh she really cares she really loves us but she just doesn't know how to Mm -hmm. she's mentally ill but then i was like does she if like she's Cause like the stuff with her, like picking up like my brothers, like when she was drinking was like 20 years ago. So I was like, whatever she was bottoming out. She had a Mm -hmm. drinking problem, like whatever. She didn't do that stuff after she quit drinking. But I was like, okay, I'm like, you're planning something that could actually kill your oldest son, completely sober 20 years later. And then I was like, your daughter is telling you that she just quit drinking and really can't handle this.
1: Yeah. Well, this is the thing, too. She sounds so... It sounds like she's volatile so that your brothers would rather risk their health, go along with it, than have an argument with her. And, like, she, she... covid is huge people not people are dying and And it's specifically even the anti-vaxxers and anti-maskers are like okay if you have diabetes stay inside i'm pretty sure that people know that he's just so sick
0: and his health was so frail even during the pandemic like he's been blind in one eye for a while but then he went blind in the other eye and he had to have emergency surgery and his eyesight i didn't understand how eye surgery worked Cause I would be like, he's blind. You all need to accept it. Yeah. But I guess sometimes it takes a while after ocular surgery for your sight to return. So his sight finally returned, but it was all like precarious. And I'm like, say he even doesn't die. I'm like, say he just gets severely ill. COVID he's blind for the rest of his life. Yeah. But I'm like, it's like, it's just, I'm at a point where it's like, yeah, you don't care if you're like, and then I was, I was like, I literally said to her, I was like, I'm so depressed. I was like, I just quit drinking. I was like, I cannot handle this. And she just didn't care.
1: But also the t- the, wor- the worry for you, because you're, li- you are you know, you're living in, in a liberal city where there w- it was very like COVID's going to, you know, it's going to kill everybody. Um, so that worry on top, on top for you is like too much when you're just trying to like. She invited
0: me to fly down from New York. Yeah.
1: And then she, she invites you to fly down from New York, but then she also complained about you coming down from New York yeah which is like that's mentally that's mental gymnastics
0: and then I guess she stalked my Instagram because she was sent me some nasty texts that I was like taking she's like you're endangering everyone by taking bathroom selfies because when I drove down for Christmas I was taking selfies in a bathroom but I was wearing a mask and also I don't know that makes no sense what's there's I nobody know. in the bathroom with you <laughs> there's no one in the bathroom with me and I
1: was wearing a mask So I was like what yeah but I mean you could have been in the bathroom uh you could have been like it could have been a situation where you were in the bathroom with the mask and she could have also wrote and be like oh god you're wearing a mask chill out like whatever she I would know. have. know it's just it's just, like just to be against you and whatever because that's easier it's easier to get an argument out of you i even know with my mother i learned to not like i, I would just say it would kind of drive her mad but it also when i wouldn't respond and i wouldn't like rise yes. to the oca- occasion that's what, what, what would stop it so then i kind of that trained me to be very like Controlled it, my
0: reactions, my emotions. My dad does that. I saw that happen my whole time ch- It's like, and I've gotten like that with other people, yeah. but with her, she can usually get a rise out of me. Yeah. She's bad. I need to work on that, but she just like really fucking.
1: I think you just need to, yeah, I think what you're doing, no, yeah, contact. I'm, I'm a just big like, fan of breaking up with your parents. I fucking
0: lost it when I was like, you're gonna fucking kill my older brother yeah. after almost killing my younger brother 20 years ago, yeah. right when I quit drinking. Yeah. and you are potentially killing me mentally because yeah. I was like I cannot I said I was like mom I cannot handle you killing Eric right now
1: especially with COVID and everything that was going on in the pandemic like and something that
0: could be avoidable yeah like I'm he, like this yeah. is completely avoidable and then after they all got exposed and Thanksgiving got canceled I was like okay we all learned and then she's like Christmas and I was oh, like Jesus I know
1: and as well like that's it's so frustrating because it's just uh, you know in the grand scheme of things a year or two of him, like, not seeing your family and just minding his health
0: is guaranteeing him another 30 years of life. I mean, I don't know. He's pretty sick. But, well, yeah, yeah. It's just, like, I'm like, do you really want to be the one that killed him?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm like, do you really want to be the dipshit that invited your grandchildren who are in school without masks on who got exposed to covid and then got covid but anything that creates drama they're not the they're well, not even th- anything that creates a little bit of like turmoil they just live in that zone I said that to my dad I said I don't even think it's about creating turmoil I think it's like she just like it's how it makes her feel to have everyone together yeah. under her roof I'm like she just wants to feel good that all her yeah. kids are there she doesn't care that she might like kill her oldest son with covid and then kill her daughter because she like can't fucking handle anything right now yeah in that she just i don't know who knows i don't understand these people
1: me neither and i'm glad so I've yeah i don't think we'll be talking in any time <laughs> yeah good good i'm a very fun for the best i'm gonna call this episode break up with your parents and then you don't have to share it on your instagram story <laughs> no well my honestly the <laughs> only one who's gonna see it is like
0: <laughs> my younger brother and he won't tell her and then my mom's sister uh who like i said no one in my family is like go speak to your mother they're like whatever it's your decision
1: yeah no, I think it's great. It would let the listeners know where th- they can find you.
0: Um, I post sad tweets on Instagram and I don't post that much on social media right now. But I'm going to get back to it soon. Um, so just Instagram and Twitter at Lindsay Tice. I don't really do TikTok.
1: This is great. This actually was way longer than we planned, but it was really uh, interesting and yeah. nice to have someone on who also can relate to what I went through as well. Okay, um, for the listeners, uh, as usual, Katie Boyle Comics sign up to Patreon, Patreon forward slash The Shift Podcast. I love views and follow Lindsay, and chat to you soon. Bye.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen